0: Okay, greetings and welcome to another episode of Pops Collection, where we dissect and reflect on a movie or TV show from my Pops Collection. I'm Ron Tweedy, joining me is Pops, and today we're going to be talking about Green Lantern.
1: Hello everybody, so glad you're with us, Uh, and uh, Ron, first I want to apologize to you that you had to sit through watching that movie, (laughs) but uh, hey... You know, I sat through it again uh, also. Yeah. And uh, you know how I always tell you that sometimes I watch the movie just for the enjoyment of the movie. This was not one of those times. Okay. For some reason. I, I found myself, when we decided to do this, I mean, it's probably one of the very few DCs that we, uh, actual motion action uh, pictures that we haven't done, so yeah, other than this, and uh, there's two others, uh, but when we had talked about it, and I said, maybe we'll see if it is worse than birds of prey, <laughs> uh, if you remember my yeah, comment, yeah. yeah, well, um, I found myself doing some research on bad DC movies okay because I felt like that this one was a bad one but actually uh, for its release date in uh, 2011 uh, it had a 200 million dollar budget and it actually made 219.9 million almost 220 million. But then mm-hmm. I looked into it further and found out that they had spent a hundred million dollars to promote marketing.
0: it. Yeah. Marketing. Yep. Yeah. It's like, yep. so they took a bath with this one and uh, I, I will get into it. I think a little bit later, I think that there's a, I, I kind of have to change my story a little bit. I made some, I, when we talked about some of the other DC films i made some points and kind of play tried to play you know um you know armchair quarterback about how they should have done things and how they could have done things better and this movie kind of actually changes my view of that a little bit so really yeah 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 well i mean oh good i don't know if it's
1: good but we'll, we'll we'll see um well what i'm saying is that it's nice that you uh developed a different perspective. Sure, sure, okay. You know, yeah, well, I mean, cause you can't always look at something in the same way. You know, when that's I true. was- Yeah, that's true. In, you know, when I was watching it, I in my head I'm thinking, is this the worst DC? Um, you know, wow. technically based on the box office and add,
0: adding the marketing, it was pretty bad. Well, yeah, you know. from, a, from a monetary performance standpoint, you can make the case. Uh, although right. I do think Birds of Prey also did pretty poorly as well, um, and they blamed it on COVID, but the ex- the, I think the idea is that it actually was a crappy movie. But anyway, well, that,
1: uh, <laughs> it was, they really, uh, based on uh, Birds of Prey's uh, numbers, which I wrote down yeah. also, because I, like I said, I was looking. Yeah. Uh, they had only a hundred million dollar budget yeah. and made over 200 million. So they probably, if they were to, and I doubt that they spent that much in marketing, but even well, if they were to spend a hundred million in marketing, they broke even, Yeah, you know, so yeah. uh, not the worst. I even thought of your all-time favorite Ninja Turtles movie, nt 3 And even that made over
0: double what they had for a budget. Well, the the production quality was really, really bad with that one. I mean, the fact is with TMNT3, as you'll remember, they didn't even have Splinter come from behind. He was a puppet the whole time. They never showed a full body shot of Splinter because of... uh, Right, Right. in
1: that particular case, the movie itself was a terrible movie. Um, but it somehow in the box office made a clear profit.
0: Yeah, and just because Uh, something makes money doesn't necessarily mean it's a good film. Uh, I think we should put that out there as a a truism, you know? Oh, sure, sure.
1: Um, Yes, but I'll try to get off this tangent. I do have to say that uh, uh, flat-out flops for DC, Okay. uh, some of the worst were... Catwoman, and Supergirl, which was yes. the actual fourth yes. movie before they came out with Superman 4. Okay. And when we had that conversation, I had to look even at Superman 4, and yeah. it wound up making almost double in profit. So yeah. uh, monetarily, it did great. Mm-hmm. But with this movie, I was really expecting a lot. I mean, Martin Campbell directed it. Okay. And if you're familiar uh, with Martin Campbell,
0: uh,
1: he um, also directed Golden Eye and Casino Royale, both really good Bond movies. Martin Campbell
0: directed Casino Royale? Was
1: it Sam Mendes? Uh, According to my research, okay on uh, Martin Campbell because right. I was looking yeah. to see what else he did. Cause I thought, my God, yeah. this is not that great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, uh, yeah. yeah. So based on that, I thought, wow, it's it should be pretty good. Yeah. You would think, you know, and then also uh, the screenplay writers for this Greg Belente mm-hmm. Yeah, Uh, Belanti and uh, Michael Green and Mark Guggenheim, Mm -hmm. who, you know, did the Arrowverse. Okay, you know, they did all of those TV shows, which a lot of them were very, very good. Yeah, you know, and uh, even they were somehow involved into the, um, uh, the, even Lucifer and uh, another one too that they had looked at did into that I thought, you know, okay, so good writers. Uh, Jeff Johns, who's a great comic book writer, him and Mm Berlanti were a a couple of the producers. So I was expecting a lot more from this film than what we got. Interesting. Yeah. You would have thought with all
0: that, that it would have been good. Right. So, I I don't I'll be honest I don't have a whole lot of familiarity with the source material with Green Lantern I mean uh, uh, do you Uh well it originally
1: uh started in the 1940s and there's been numerous
0: right numerous uh Green Lanterns Alan Scott I, was the first one I I I'm familiar with the fact that this uh this Green Lantern character uh there have been many of uh, uh people many of birthlings even that have had the ring uh like you said alan scott's the first one right in the yes yes
1: and we learned in this movie that there's like 3600 green lanterns
0: yeah across the, the galaxy or the, the universe or whatever
1: yes yes so yeah uh i thought that was a nice little piece of information but yeah um,
0: yeah. And, you know, I, I was just looking at, because I, you know, still have the uh, DC universe online. So I did have, I, I looked at the first appearance of Hal Jordan as the, as the Green Lantern, because that's that the story focuses on. And right. uh, the, uh, it's, um you know, pretty, pretty accurate. I think that from a story perspective, the origin at least, because you got, you know, him with the, uh, you know, with the alien crash landing. Yes. You know,
1: the, get, this origin like, well, is very
0: close to yeah. that story. But the thing is, is that this particular story mm-hmm. is from 1959. And so you have a story that's, you know, the, the, the story itself is, you know, several decades uh, removed from modern day where the, uh, th- this film takes place. And so, Um, I'm wondering if some of that has something to do with the fact that this kind of fell flat as a, as a story here. Um, But, you know. Well, there
1: was a number of reasons for this and uh, based on my experience or my, uh, the different Green Lantern characters. Yeah. uh, We've had this conversation before about actors Yeah. That seem to portray every character the same or they're quite similar. Like uh, this Hal Jordan character that's played by Ryan Reynolds. Right. Is that character, the way he played that character was perfect for the way that he played Deadpool because that followed the comic. Yeah. Uh, This Hal Jordan character was a little bit more different. I yeah. feel like um, he is more like the Guy Gardner type character. Okay. And I want you to look down at the bottom here at his mask. Yeah. You see that mask there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is nowhere near the
0: mask that they tried to CG onto Ryan Reynolds. Okay, That that we're gonna talk about that. That to me was what took me completely out of the film.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, so anyway, but it, uh, uh, this particular screen here is from uh, Rebirth, which is uh, kind of like a reimagining, or retelling of the, the Hal Jordan story. But it involves all of the other arrows. It's got John Stewart. It's got Jessica Cruz. It's got you know even Green Arrow uh, is weaved into the story. So uh, I do think that we should talk about that. The, the when uh the Green Lantern really kind of came into its own was when Denny O'Neill as a writer took over the book and they combined it with Green Arrow and so Green Arrow Green Lantern was a book for a while in fact it was also the first uh, I think DC maybe even the first comic uh, storyline to uh, deal with drug addiction uh, Speedy who is the oh yes sidekick became addicted yes. to throwing and that so, is true Um that was Kind of a groundbreaking thing, and then the other thing is that uh, Denny kind of made a political interplay between Green Arrow and Green Lantern because Green Arrow is this ultra liberal guy, and the other guy, and you know Green Arrow kind of they played off of each other. Right, right, and that was great. Yeah. Um, So, so obviously there's a, and, and to me, I think the most interesting thing about the Green Lantern thing is the the lantern core in all the different you know factions and you have you know the yellows lanterns and the reds and the blues and the pinks yes. and all kinds of color ones and you know to me i think that is the more interesting thing about uh green lantern and uh, we got uh just a little bit at the very end of the credits when it comes to that stuff and so it's like you know this was you know, an origin story. Yeah, fair enough. That's fine. But the the other part of it is, uh, to me, uh, the the reason why and th- this and I guess we'll go ahead and talk about it now is that like the when 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 we were talking about we started with uh, Man of Steel because that was considered the first film in the DCEU. right? And, and I, I I my point particularly that one and then Batman v Superman. I my opinion was that, hey, you know, why kind of, you know, shoot your wad at the beginning and like go with your big, you know, tier characters. Why don't you start with something smaller, smaller story? And then I realized that that's exactly what Green Lantern was supposed to be in 2011. That's correct. It was. And not only that, this is this is the part that I think makes it a bad movie. It's because it's derivative of Iron Man. They're trying to make an Iron Man movie out of Green Lantern. And it doesn't work because green lantern is not an iron man type of character meaning that uh you know in fact you could even see some of the story elements were taken directly from iron man you know when, when he's flying against the drones how does he beat the drones oh he goes up really high in the air and every stalls out and he falls down to the, the that's yes. exactly what happened in iron man when he fought iron monger that's true i mean completely. yes so to, to me and that's the thing is that how jordan that's the thing. I think they were expecting Ryan Reynolds to play a Robert Downey Jr. type of character, and he's just not suited to Nope. It. Not even close. Right. And the fact um, there's,
1: you know, originally when they were uh, going to, uh, the movie first got pitched by Corey Reynolds. Uh huh. No relation, of course. Okay. And uh, he uh, approached WB in 2007. Uh, with a trilogy uh, where he was going to play Jon Stewart, Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Studio seemed interested in doing that. But uh, around 2009, 2010, they moved on into a different direction. Hmm. And they were possibly going to do a trilogy with this. But uh, from what I read, and you could see it in the movie that I don't think Ryan Reynolds was all that excited about doing this movie. Maybe. yeah. Uh, Well, he had made a comment that they they knew what they wanted and they knew what the story was going to be, but they didn't have a script for that. Right. So if that was the case, then, you know, they probably lacked some direction. Mm -hmm. So if they really weren't, if the director didn't have a, clear sight then he's not going to be able to uh you know impress that on the actors right so i'm not, i'm still going to say that ryan reynolds was the wrong person to oh, play yeah. the green lantern
0: well uh, you know I, if like you said maybe you had been more suited to play like a guy gardner green Lantern. yes absolutely
1: because wow. he's that guy gardner is that yeah, yeah. type of green lantern
0: yeah yeah
1: you know, but uh, between that and also the storyline, mm-hmm. I know you're not too familiar with the other uh, stories, but on uh, Cartoon Network, they had yeah. uh, Green Lantern, the animated series. Uh-huh. And in that series, you have the red lanterns, the blue lanterns, right. you know, and you actually get the story of how all those different lanterns interact. You know? Yeah, see
0: to me that that's the way more interesting part. Right? Absolutely. I, I, I would have rather them spend the majority of the movie with him in outer space, you know, dealing with that stuff as opposed to, you know, this Earth stuff with, you know, parallax, which, you know, that that's fine. It, it that wasn't really a big deal. And I do think that the the story elements of, you know, fear and, and will, these two things fighting against each other is interesting. And the idea of courage and you know, him working through that is um those are good elements but i think that ultimately the setting made it so boring that you really did you know there was a hint of a good movie in there like when they were and, on oa yeah maybe? When, yeah that's exactly that that's where i started was like oh yeah okay it started actually you know holding my attention when the, he's you know training and whatnot you know after i got over the uh the costume that that to me completely was the most ridiculous i couldn't I, the only time so did, that I,
1: uh, the only time I got over it yeah. is when the mask disappeared.
0: Oh, yes. You know, that mask totally well, ruined it for me. But the mask itself is not, I think, the problem. I think the problem is they made his eyes blue when he has the mask on.
1: Yes. And then they kind of. They, they look
0: like their animated eyes and it's really. really yes. Blue. Really stupid. Well, that
1: and did you notice the nose? It kind of looked like he had a beak almost. You know, yeah. the noise, well, I, was, the nose was real pointy. You know. Yeah, I
0: mean that that to me doesn't really bother me. It, it's it's, and I understand they made an in-universe explanation saying that this is not like a suit or costume. It's pure energy, right?
1: Yes. Yes. That's what they said. Right. So that's that right. That, that, that was their explanation
0: that they gave to make it a CG suit. At the same time, it looked horrible. <laughs> it did. It was, well, I
1: don't know if it was the company that they used or if yeah, maybe the we're talking are talking 2011.
0: Right. So, you know, you have to contrast that or compare it to 2019 when Endgame came out. Those uh, quantum suits that everybody had, no actor wore any suit like that. Those don't exist. They're all computer generated. You can't right. tell. Right. No, you can't. So.
1: And that's the thing with the newer CG is that a lot of it is just, yeah, it's done so well. Yeah. And that's the, with the technology, but still I feel like in 2011 that they did have a good technology.
0: Yeah. Well, you have to remember that the Thor came out just a few months before this came out. Yes. So, you know, and, and, uh, by contrast to that, Thor, all all those costumes were authentic and all of those were the best costumes, I think, in the MCU. Some of the best costumes. I mean, just top notch, like so well done. So, you know, it's like, it's kind of bad, you know? Yes, yes.
1: And uh, let's just spend a minute on the next red herring in the movie, Hector Hammond. Yeah okay i mean for a villain i know parallax is the main villain but that's yeah. the villain of all the green right. lanterns right this is the earthly bad guy that you chose yeah to for hal jordan he kind of reminded me of Modoc, you know uh, exa- a little bit a little yeah. bit which uh since you mentioned that i if you ever get the opportunity to watch the animated series, yeah. when they fight the red uh lanterns, yeah. There is a lantern that looks like Modoc somewhat. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got a red outfit. He kind of looks like a basketball with arms and legs. Okay. But he kinda is like a Modoc face. You yeah. Know, from the comic books.
0: Yeah. That Modok face, but yeah, See, and that, when I see
1: him, I think of that.
0: Yeah. See, like, it, it, like you said, that, that that the there's this whole rich tapestry of all these other beings that are, are part of the core, and they, you know, interact a little bit, and you get maybe a total of 20 minutes t- total runtime of that part, and I was like, I want more of that. I don't want this other Earth stuff. I mean, it's 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 interesting, I guess. But the thing that but what makes it work in Iron Man and not work here is because the the character and the antagonist and the stakes everything is more down to earth in Iron Man. It's all stuff that there's nothing like supernatural per se about any of that stuff or cosmic about any of that stuff. It's all based on earth and they could have gone the ra- that route because the first You know, the group he's kidnapped by is the Ten Rings, which we're finally going to see the fruition of the Ten Rings in a couple months, which I'm really excited about. But they didn't go that route. They kept everything grounded down to earth. In this one, they should have just went full hog. This is all cosmic, crazy, sci-fi stuff. They should have done that. And I think it would have been a better film.
1: Well, again, uh, we had talked about this with other films, that uh, they went total horror and went with an R rating. It would make the movie better. Yeah. uh the road that they went down on this was really not that great there was a animated green lantern called first flight uh-huh which is really uh the same type origin story yeah with al jordan uh yeah. but uh, nathan fillion does the voice for that the castle actor and he was in uh a couple of com- other comic book things like uh, Serenity and what have you, uh, and he does a great job of being Hal Jordan. Right. I would have much rather seen him. He's probably—I don't know if he would have been too old-looking at that time, mm. but I think if you know Nathan Fillion, uh, that you know that he would—he has the hair from the comic books. Sure. You know, and but even the way that mask was, I don't think it just mask was just so wrong. That's silly. Uh, you know, I just uh. and that's the problem when they were on uh, A.O., uh-huh. I could not get past that mask. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I tried and tried, you know, uh, and they did such a wonderful job of all the other yeah. Green Lanterns. They did. It's, it's crazy. You know, I mean, really. And they did a great job with the Guardians, too.
0: Yep. You know? Yeah, actually, the Guardians reminded me of those aliens from, I don't know if you remember the episode of Star Trek with uh, the menagerie or the cage. Yes. Yes. They looked yes. like them.
1: I, well, they looked a lot similar, I have yep. to say. Except that in this, the Guardians are really, really short, you know?
0: Right. Well, they, only- they were short in uh, i think it was talos five or something like that the aliens talos five they were like that too they just i think they were they had a different uh, skin tone they they weren't gray they were more pinkish
1: yeah yeah maybe That's they had true. A giant
0: brain and everything and, yeah yeah yeah. So. yeah that
1: was good i agree definitely so um the story itself yeah um the only positives I'm going to say in this story was the space parts of the story. Every other part in this story was yeah. either lacking substance or lacking movement.
0: Well, and the other part is that, it, you know, you don't really have a whole lot of stakes, right? there. There's, um, you know... Hal Jordan is not this character that I I didn't feel a connection to, but like other people tried to feel a connection to, but like it showed like he didn't really like, for instance, the, uh, his nephew that was, you know, concerned about him crashing or whatever. It's like, you know, to me, that just seemed kind of forced, you know, his relationship with Carol, um, you know, same thing, you know, it wasn't like a, uh, I don't know. like The chemistry between someone like Robert Downey Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow is totally different than uh, Blake Lively and um, Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah. I would agree with that 100%. And the best part
1: to me, though, was where he uh, came down, the big reveal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Where she, like, knew right away who he was. Well, yeah, I mean, that—that yeah. that is one thing that, a lot of these superheroes have to deal with is the whole secret identity thing. That was a huge trope back in the silver age. And, you know, we, we, talk about this all the time, you know, the fact that, you know, Clark Kent, he puts glasses on and it's like, Oh yeah, I can't tell you're Superman or whatever. And right. that's why I got Clark Kent glasses. Yeah. now, I wait, nobody that's, that's, will know I who I am. Yeah, and I think Marvel kind of sets the stage at the end of Iron Man 1 saying, yeah, we're not doing this secret identity nonsense. I am Iron Man, and then that's it. It just kind of like blows it all up. Right. So I, I don't know. T- to me, you know, um, that is one thing that I would say is that that definitely makes it a more dated thing if you're trying to keep your secret identity, which is why they had the mask and you know, why I can go back on and off and why wow, it looks like a terrible CG thing. <laughs> So. It it doesn't look like it is a terrible CG thing. I, I think I honestly think you, if, if I wonder if somebody's already done this, but if you were to have taken out the eyes, so it's just like white instead of it being those blue eyes. Yeah, it might look it might look a little bit better because that that's what kind of like is in the comics anyway, right? Because he doesn't really yes. so he see his eyes. So I I I would yes. say you know. I wonder if there's a cut out there that, that does that. I have to see.
1: Well, you know, that's the thing. Uh, uh, as you could tell I'm wearing my green lantern shirt and it's because I like the character. I think he's a really good character. Yeah. Um, it wasn't my top of the list of comics to read, but if I could, if I had a green lantern, I, I would take the time to read it, you know? Uh, storylines were good and let's face it wouldn't it be cool if you could have a ring and just whatever you thought about you could make it happen
0: so, you know? so let me ask you this as a person who does you know is familiar with some more of the stories and whatnot what would have made a better green lantern story as a first story
1: well i would say that if you uh developed Hal Jordan as character, I mean, how much time did they spend on him as a young boy? Not a whole lot, you know? Uh, If they were to develop the story a little bit more, and have you seen, you've seen some stories where the reveal isn't till the very end of the story? You know, but if they had made his journey Uh, One where they took more time with him learning his responsibilities and developing uh, and finding out about all the different lanterns, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, so that he could be more astute in being able to battle against them. I think that would have made a better story if we got a younger Hal Jordan and him... uh, discovering all of these issues about his will because they talked about uh his will and not really much about his courage uh until she kind of like brought it out that well you know you have to have the courage to not be afraid and blah 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 you know so i mean if they were to develop that a lot better i think it would have made a better story okay Uh, and instead of it being Hector or Parallax, I think if we they were to have a battle with the Red Lanterns or the Red Lanterns were to come to Earth, I mean, yeah, Parallax is going to come to Earth and eat up everybody and destroy the Earth. So... That's kind of the end of the story if he were to get away with it, right? Okay. Whereas it kind of reminds me of the Fantastic Four story with the Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. You know, almost kind of the same character, except that they had you know one of the Guardians' heads in the middle of the all of those clouds. Why not uh, you know have a story with a group of lanterns that are going to try to get a foot on Earth? Whereas they're not really going to be, it would be more of a story of them trying to take over rather trying to demolish and totally destroy the earth. Okay. You know, just where there could be some kind of a conflict and battle. Yeah. You know, maybe he loses the ring. Yeah. You know, and has to work to get it back. I don't know
0: just a thought what about for you uh you know it it, it is I, I do think that having sinestro start out as a green lantern and then at the very 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 end and a mid-credit sequence you know finally get the yellow you know uh lantern or suit or whatever um that to me i think sinestro should have been the first villain and not parallax um I would go for that. Yeah, that would have made it a lot better. Like, you know, that, and I think, and, you know, I still think that there's some value there saying that, you know, will being the, you know, weapon that defeats fear is, um, I think there's actually a a really good lesson in there. Meaning that, like, um, as, you know, human beings, we have, you know, all of these emotions that we experience, fear, you know, red lanterns was rage and, you know, all these negative emotions or whatnot, but it's our, uh, will, uh, that helps us to overcome and not be a slave to those emotions and help us to, you know, uh, conduct ourselves in a way that, um, you know, is not just, you know, being totally driven by instinct or emotion, you know?
1: Right. Or pink lanterns, which is, uh, love. Right. You know, and then the blue is peace. Right. So, those things could all of that could help to, right. you know, it. I guess they have a color for every emotion. They do. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen them all, but there are plenty of different ones. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, the female character in this has a lot of time been known as Sapphire, mm-hmm. too. So, or Star right, right. Sapphire. So, right uh which is the love emotion which is another part that they um uh, explore in the animated series yeah so it's like you had this great story yeah and this is the one you're gonna go with you i mean they
0: do, have to, they do have to do an origin of some sort i get that you know right but uh, they could have either developed it
1: a lot better you know and then made the reveal at the end or set it up so that when he became green lantern that he had a foe it like you said it could have been sinestro would have been good yeah. and you know the green lanterns telling him that hey this is fear you're gonna have to deal with fear Yeah. and uh, that would have been a much better story i think yeah. definitely
0: yeah, I, I, and to me, like, you know, if they really wanted to still go down the same route, try to make a uh, an Iron Man-like movie, they shouldn't have picked Green Lantern. I think that was the wrong choice. You know, Green Arrow, I think you could make the case for, you know, but that might have been a little bit too on the nose. You know, you have a, you know, billionaire playboy that, you know, gets – you know everything taken away from him, and then he has to claw his way back to civilization. That's exactly what happens in Iron Man. So it's like, okay, we'll just rip off Iron Man a little bit with the, uh, you know, the, the drones and everything. So it's like, well,
1: that. Um, in Arrow, the TV series, mm-hmm. it took um, eight seasons to tell yeah. that story.
0: And, and that's the other thing that I I, I wanted to follow up on because you mentioned that that a lot of the the talent behind the TV, the Arrowverse was responsible for the story of this movie. And maybe that's the, the, their wheelhouse is not necessarily telling a story that unfolds over two hours, but unfolds over 20 seasons, 20 episodes, you know? Yes. I will have to say, thankfully that this was
1: six minutes short of two hours. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, but yes, you, you are probably right. They are better at telling a long distance, uh, story as
0: opposed to a short yeah so maybe maybe that's what it's it's suffering from because i I don't think well maybe you probably could do uh, in fact they they did announce that there there is a green lantern series in development right now that's going to be on hbo max so we'll see what happens there
1: well that would be uh good and i guess i'm wondering if that's why uh you know, they had announced that this was the final season for Black Lightning and also the final season for Supergirl. And last year was the final season of Arrow. So is Flash still going to continue? Is Legends of Tomorrow going to continue? Or are they all going to shut off and go to uh, HBO Max? Because, I mean, Marvel uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also... Their final season seven. Yeah. And now we see a lot of new Marvel on Disney Plus. Yeah. So is that going to be the new norm now? I wonder. It could, be. it could be. Well, you know, I have to say, based on uh, this movie, I had wished so much that it would have been a different Green Lantern. Yeah. I do like at the end of the second Deadpool 2 where yeah. he flashes back and reads the Green Lantern script and blows his brains out. You know.
0: Yeah, and I think I think the Teen Titans go to the movies also had a a dig at Green Lantern. At being yes,
1: a, they did. One. Yes.
0: I mean, so it's it, they get it. I, I'm glad that they get it. I'm hoping that they can redeem it with uh, maybe this new series will be good. I don't know. They're supposed to have you know, all those other characters from the land, you know, the green lantern. So Jessica the green lantern core. Yeah. 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 That's that. I heard something about that. I thought it was a movie though
1: uh called the green lantern core, mm-hmm. but it may be like you say, maybe it's
0: going to be a series. That's yeah, what it's what I, the, I last read about it, which was last night. So.
1: Well, I mean, that would make a lot of sense. Just think, of how many episodes you could have if you uh, did an episode for, I mean, you have 3,600 lanterns. Yeah. That would be quite a few seasons. Sure. You know, even if you shared it and split it with a few of them. Yeah. You know, it would be, it would make for a great story. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, so. Yeah. I tried to remember, I think, I know I have... Uh, something with the squirrel as the Greenlander. I'm trying to remember what DVD I have that has. Is that the, a
0: Lego one? Isn't a Lego uh, one? Have it might in? be that. Yes, yeah. it
1: might be. That's true. It might be. Yeah. And, uh, that was an interesting, uh, character. But they have so many. Yeah. That, uh, you know, like Hal Jordan or Ryan Reynolds calling the, Uh, one guy a fish yeah you know but uh it was great i i love the voice actors and the characters that played uh the parts on oa
0: yeah see that's the thing that gets me is that like they they could do cg well it shows you that they could yes so so there's no excuse why they screwed up the the mask and the suit for for uh jordan that was the whole i mean everything else that they did
1: CG was not half bad.
0: Right. That's the thing. And Parallax even as a, you know, amorphous smoke monster was fine. It it was totally passable, you know, CGI. Like I said, the only thing that takes you out of it, you know, some of the sillier things, like when he makes it a hot, you know, makes the ring a Hot Wheels thing to save the helicopter. That was kind of silly. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's, you know, it's, uh, Plus, they yeah. uh, they
1: made mention of it. Yeah. You know, they pushed it themselves. Really? That's, you could do whatever you want, and that's what you did? You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which kind of lends to the character that would be played by Guy Gardner.
0: Yeah. Sure. You
1: know, so, again, not uh, my favorite one, but. Uh, the fact that he could do anything with that rig, the the Green Lantern character makes yeah. it very intriguing. Sure. And again, could make it could have made it a wonderful movie. And like I said, they when they originally thought of this, they were going to do it as a trilogy. Yeah. And uh, the problem that I heard or read, that is when they chose to do the promotion, Yeah. none of the action sequences were ready for yeah. the promotion. I could see that. And so when the promotion came out, it got a really bad pan. You know, nobody really was interested in seeing based on what they saw. Kind of reminds me of The Eternals. The... Man. You know what we've seen from that? Yeah. Uh, I really haven't seen anything that makes me say I want to go to the movie theater and see that. Yeah. You know, and I can imagine based on what I read that uh, if I saw the Green Lantern without any kind of uh, interesting action scenes, I would have probably I would feel the same way. And as I recall, I didn't go to the movies to see it. No, yeah, I... so now you didn't go to the movies because of what you read about it or because of your feelings about ryan reynolds or
0: no it's just, it just goes completely you know I, I i mean that time in my life you know we uh our our lives as a family were pretty chaotic we had two young boys and you know just trying to keep our heads above water i was i think i was still in school at the time so you know Movies were kind of the secondary thing at that point. So, and it had to be Marvel, otherwise, you weren't going. I mean, even Marvel movies we missed out on a lot. You know, we went to go see Iron Man, I think that was the only one we got to see, maybe Avengers in theater, and that was it. So,
1: well, it's a good thing Pops has them on DVD. Mm-hmm. And you now probably own most of them on Blu ray. Yeah, most of them. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. So, We talked about what we thought would be a better Green Lantern movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who would be your choice for Green Lantern character? For Hal Jordan? Yes, for a Hal Jordan character.
0: I don't know. Maybe Chris Evans. (laughs)
1: I could see that. I mean, he's played uh, the Human Torch, Captain America. Right. He's played the bully in uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. He played uh, one of the mercenaries in The Losers. Yeah. uh, Which is another comic. Yeah. And uh, he's played uh, the hero in Snowpiercer. Mm Mm-hmm. So... To mention, why not another? Why not a DC character? Sure, that that would work. Mine would be Nathan Fillion, because I just, I feel like he portrays that comic character uh, really well. Now, he's another guy that has a comic side to him, but he also can be somewhat serious. So I would go with him. Now, how about if we had the Jon Stewart character. Who do you think you would like to see play him?
0: There's a lot of good choices for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking Michael B. Jordan probably, I think, would be a good good choice. Uh,
1: Okay. I could see that. I'm thinking about uh, the character that plays Arrow's sidekick or... Bodyguard, um, I know his name, and I'm drawing a blank right now for some reason. I don't know why, but anyways, I think that he would make a good, um, a good uh, Mm Stewart. But also I'm thinking that uh, another uh, DC character that plays on Supergirl,
0: that plays
1: John Jones, Okay. might also be a good uh, character okay. for that. And we won't go through Guy Gardner or Jessica Cruz or any of that. To, right. uh, that way we won't tax your brain. It was sadly taxed enough having to watch that movie. It was indeed. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I have to t- tell you though, do you, uh, the there was a Green Lantern called Simon Boz, B-A-Z. Yeah, okay. I happen to like his Green Lantern outfit. You'll have to look him up to see, but he's actually, instead of a mask, he's he's got like a, a full face mask, kind of like a wrestler. Okay. Uh, that looks pretty cool. So, But you'll have to look him up and check him out. Okay. Uh, Definitely. Okay. Okay. Any uh, thing other than fear versus will? Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you plucked that out of that. And for our listeners, uh, if you have, you feel that you're waiting on paint to dry or some other thing that you have time to kill you want to watch this movie i guess we'll have to rate it for you and you make the decision so sure. uh if i let you go first will you surprise me
0: i have no idea we could try probably not right <laughs> yeah uh well i forgot let's see i forgot what i gave birds of prey i don't remember
1: well it what? wasn't i can promise you it was under five
0: well, yeah, obviously. Uh, I'm going to go with three on this one. I, th- I think I think I rated Birds of Prey there a two or a one. Um, yes. This this I I think this I would rather watch this movie again than have to watch Birds of Prey again. So, uh, it it's not it's below average. It's not terrible. It's not like bad bad, and it's also not um so bad. It's good, like the Roger Corman Fantastic Four so uh yeah i think three is good it's um it's not not a good film and you know it's just unremarkable and uh totally takes you out of the the moment when you have to watch that uh, cg costume
1: uh watching paint dry watching the green lantern movie watching paint dry watching the green lantern movie watching you know yep uh you will get more out of it. The only saving grace for me is Oa in yeah, this movie. I agree. And I would watch that part again.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: I really enjoy, thoroughly enjoyed that. The Anything that was involved. And his, uh, his uh, defeat of Parallax. Yeah. That was a very good... Yeah. part of the movie so exactly. they, they, so they uh, had
0: it in them it had they had them in they had it in them for a good movie but they they were right it. they epically failed yeah. uh
1: i am going to do just a little better than you and go 3.5 okay only because i enjoyed those parts of the movie which yeah. means that i could watch it again if the paint's already dry and i have yeah. nothing else to do uh but yeah so again you're on your own the only other thing i could say is that if we wanted to see what is worse we could either watch supergirl or catwoman (laughs) Uh, but i'm going to save that for you and for our listeners for another time that we need to have paint dry so okay uh have you got any ideas of what you'd like to do next week?
0: Well, there, there's lots of things coming up in, that are that are new, and so I would just say to our listeners, stay tuned. We're going to definitely be <clears throat> uh, uh, we'll have some hot takes on some of the new releases that are going to be coming out in the next uh, month or so. And so I think I think we should just leave it at that because I don't know exactly when this uh, episode is going to get published. Sound good?
1: Um, that sounds really good to me, and. I'm going to assume by the time it gets published that we're only going to be waiting a month for the 10 rings. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, which is another one I'm, I'm really jazzed about seeing. Yep. Yeah, me too. Okay, good. All
0: right. Well, so then, yep. I guess that's it for now. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of Pops Collection. If you have any feedback, feel free to shoot us an email at at gmail.com or leave us a message on Facebook or Twitter, and uh, we will see you next week. Goodbye, and God bless. Goodbye, God bless,
1: and tell your friends.